football on off the ball with Sky all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports BT Sport and Premier Sports I'm joined by Martin Lipton of the Sun newspaper in the UK to look at another disappointing defeat for the English team but Martin a brave exit in the quarterfinals does it feel any better than maybe a meek one in the semi-finals? Um, well, not entirely, no, but the performance was pretty good, wasn't it? They were, I think, marginally the better of two excellent teams. Um, small details, as is often the case in proper matches. It's how it's supposed to be. If you don't take your chances, you probably deserve to go home. But I think in performance-wise, that's the best England have played in a big game against a big team for quite some time. Yeah, a Southgate side really battling all off fronts and, and taking on who are the defending world champions. Uh, what part of the performance were you happy with, happiest with most? But I think there was, there was no real weakness. Part of the first 15 minutes when they were slightly slow, I think that uh, Shaw was struggling early on, but he got a grip. Other than that, it, it's hard to pick a fault other than the lack of goals. I mean, they certainly created opportunities. They they passed the ball, dominated possession. The criticism before of Southgate against Croatia and Italy was that he didn't have enough of the ball and just tried to defend and couldn't get at the other team and, and succeeded possession. Well, that can't be said last night at all, can it? I mean, England were the dominant force, even though they couldn't get the goals. They deserved uh, a bit of luck. They could have, they had two penalties. They may have had others. I don't think necessarily they were cast iron penalties, but I think the uh, some of the decisions, the marginal ones, slightly went um, France's way, but that's football. You've got to live with that and get on with it. Let's get the SEO results up. Um, was the handbrake on or off last night for you? Well, it was certainly on and off for me. I thought they had a go. I mean, let's be honest. Once they started to believe in themselves, when Foden started to come inside, when they got the ball to Saka, who attacked, if you were going to criticise them at all, you would say that that team's all well and good, but it hasn't got a real passer in midfield. It hasn't got a 10, a creative influence. Uh, I suppose the best one to do that would have been Kane, but he's playing at nine as well, and he can't really play both roles. Um Maybe Madison, but he's not fit enough and hasn't had a kick in the tournament. So you're lacking perhaps that one playmaker quality footballer just to play behind in the hole, hole behind the nine. But other than that, I'm not sure what else England could have done. You mentioned Kane there. We were speaking about him earlier on where he was very much the number nine in the 2018 tournament and had started to drop back a little bit and, and opened up that space that was really, um, you know, taken advantage of by the likes of Marcus Rashford and Phil Foden when he returned to that number nine spot last night do you think that maybe if had there been other options you know Callum Wilson maybe coming in was it better to keep Kane at number 10 or or to push him back up to number nine last night it was the best player on the pitch Hmm. yeah I mean let's be honest look at what he did to Ufa Meccano in that game he had him for breakfast lunch and dinner He's one of the best centre-halves in the world. He didn't have a clue where he was. He was shaking his head in disbelief. There's one moment when Saka possibly could have scored when the ball came in from the left. And Afan Akhan is looking around trying to find Kane. He's 40 yards away. He hasn't got a clue where he is at any point. The one thing Kane didn't do was score his penalty. Other than that, he was absolutely outstanding. And to, to question his performance is utterly nonsensical, I'd say. Yeah, but in terms of everybody else's Performance well, they should have won the game. So how can you criticise the performance? They, it wasn't as if they were played off the park. Sometimes no. you play well and lose because it's a sport. I've yeah. seen brilliant teams play well and lose before. I'm not saying England are a brilliant team by any stretch. They're a good team and they didn't deserve to lose probably last night. But sometimes you lose. 
Absolutely. And um, the brightest spark probably last night was probably Bukayo Saka. He was taken off midway through the game. Do we know if that was a, a tactical switch or was it just a case of him tiring? Well, he got a knock just before. He was hobbling after being brought down just before that. Uh, he went down twice uh, holding his ankle. I suspect it's related to that and also a sense that, you know, maybe just something different in the last 10 minutes. Remember, they'd just gone 2-1 down when he was taken off, albeit that the decision to make the change had already been made. They were standing on the sidelines, uh, Sterling and Mount, before the goal went in. So it was going to happen. But it would have been a, a decision that I think was related in in specific instance to the fact that he got a knock. And he certainly got a, a few knocks as well last night. The refereeing performance has certainly been on people's lips in this country. Has it been dominating talk in the UK as well? I don't know because I'm in Doha. But <laughs> Sure. I, I suspect from, so. from your friends and family, from the people you're speaking to. Some people were moaning about it, but I just think referees are referees. You know, you've got to accept decisions. It was nothing like the performance of the referee in the Holland-Argentina match. Mm. I think, as I said, a few decisions could have gone the other way. It, might, it was a foul on Sacco before the first goal, but they're never going to bring that back when they've gone the length of the field. Uh, the penalty of, uh, shout in the first half was outside the box, so it's not a penalty. It was close, but it should have been a free kick. Not giving the free kick was a mistake, not giving the penalty. There were a couple that could have gone the other way. But, you know, stop moaning about referees. And Southgate was right, and his players, actually. You know, we could have a dig at the referee. We weren't happy with him, but that's not the reason we lost. And that's, that's the right approach. Absolutely, and should be commended as well. Off the ball. Second biggest cheer was Ronaldo warmed up. The biggest cheer was Ronaldo came on the pitch. There is still this fixation of Ronaldo is coming onto the pitch and he buys into Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Um, all the talk, of course, coming into us was Kyle Walker versus Kylian Mbappe. Kyle Walker certainly stood up to the test last night. Oh, he was excellent, wasn't he? I mean, he had one run on him in the second half. Other than that, I would imagine that's the least influential Mbappe been any any game so far or yet to come in the tournament. And that's a, an indication of how well Kyle Walker played. The only problem with it, of course, is that he was so determined to stop Mbappe that he didn't really get forward. But you can't have 14 players on the pitch. You know, you've got to play certain roles and against certain, certain players. And that was the, the right role. You know, the criticism, if Southgate had gone five at the back uh, and and played only two up, it would have been, oh, he's too negative. And he plays with the back four, he plays with three attackers, and he's still accused. I mean, I don't think he can win sometimes. And of course, talk will now inevitably turn to his management team and, and whether they should stay on. Jacob Steinberg writing today saying that the cycle is not over for those guys and the players seem to be fully behind him as well. Do you think that that player's vote of confidence, will that be enough to keep him in the job? No, it's the FA vote of confidence that keeps him in the job and they don't want him to go. It's up to, it, the only person who will leave if he wants to go is Gareth Southgate. It's down to him. If he wants to stay, he will stay. There's no one at the FA who wants him to go, no one in the team that wants him to go. I don't think there's that many, even in the media, who want him to go. There'll be one or two because there always are. There'll be some fans who will moan about it. But certainly nobody in that squad wants him out. And I said the, the suits, as it were, at Wembley, can't think of anyone they'd rather have in charge of the team. And I think given what he's done over the last... Six years, that's absolutely right. And just finally, uh, Harry Kane's performance, you mentioned he was probably one of the better players on the park last night. You know, a, ter- a terrible blow for him to score one penalty and to miss the other one. And we know that, you know, players like that can be uh, really take a shellacking online and in person when these events kind of happen. Uh, do you think that he'll have the mental fortitude now to take that back into, you know, because his first season will start up very quickly again? 
Well, he's got Antonio Conte to come back mm. to, so he won't have any chance to, to worry about things or dwell. He'll be on it. He will be. He'll have something to prove to himself um, just because he'll feel this deeply for a few days. But footballers are pretty strong characters. You don't score 200 odd goals as he has for club and country without being strong willed. You know, he's got a, 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 a tally he wants. He's five behind Jimmy Greaves' record with Spurs. He wants to be the next one to get to 200 uh, Premier League goals. He wants to beat Shearer's record for Premier League goals. He's already got Rooney's record or levelled Rooney's record for England goals and wants to set a mark that will never be broken. He's got four or five years of international football left in him. I suspect, unless something changes, he spends the rest of his career at Tottenham. That's what he wants to do. He wants to win something. That's the thing, clearly. He's desperate to win some major silverware. But he's got a good manager at club level and he's got a good manager at international level. I don't think it will harm him too much. Absolutely. Well, listen, Martin, thank you very much for joining us and I'm sure you'll be cheering on Morocco now. Oh, I don't care. As long as I, football's a winner. No, actually, for the tournament, I think Mbappe versus Messi in the final is what we all want, isn't it? I think that's the, the great story, the passing of the, uh, uh, of, the, of the torch. Or maybe not if it's uh, Messi who comes out triumphant. I think that'd be a terrific final. They are sort of the best two teams. I've loved watching Morocco, but they were more attacking yesterday than they had been in much of the tournament. Against Spain, they just defended. And I think it'll be much of the same. But of course, they've got so many injuries and suspensions yeah. now. I think they might be running out of bodies. Absolutely. Well, listen, I'm sure you'll enjoy the rest of the tournament. Martin Lipton, thank you very much for joining us. Cheers. Bye-bye.